0: What up, everybody? It's Rob Brandt.
2: And it's Rick Brandt, and we are the Brothers Brandt.
0: Welcome back to episode 123 of the Brothers Brandt podcast. Pool party at the Diamondbacks, Jumbotron included. What an epic Labor Day weekend, Rick.
2: Rob, it was an incredible Labor Day weekend. It was my bachelor party in Arizona. With Dude, my you bachelor. got naked
0: in the pool. They had to kick you out.
2: Rob, we weren't supposed to talk about this. This is a family podcast. Let's keep that for the other version.
0: Okay, sorry. Sorry
2: about that. And before we get any further, Rob. All charges were dropped. I wanted to point that out. I wanted to point that out. We are invited back to Chase Field in Arizona. We can go back.
0: All right, let's get back to the show.
2: (laughs) All right. You derailed it enough with that comment, but
0: this is episode... Everybody knows you had a great time, Frank. The whole town knows you had a great time.
2: <laughs> episode 123, Rob. And we're focused on the Arizona Diamondbacks. We probably would never dedicate one episode of the Brothers Brandt Podcast to one team and one stadium just because we've been to so many throughout the country. We typically will talk about multiple on one podcast but this stadium alone warrants one podcast by itself.
0: Yeah, I, I agree, Rick. This stadium has been on our on our list to check off for a very long time for our faithful following out there, the Brothers Brand following. Uh, you know, if they've been listening, they know that we go to sporting events. They know that we've been to almost every baseball stadium in the country. Rick, speaking for myself, um, I've been to every baseball stadium except for the Minnesota Twins, and and the the Arizona Diamondbacks. I feel like that's really it—the only stadiums that I really haven't been to—and the Oakland Athletics. But we're not going to that piece of shit stadium until they move to Las Vegas.
2: You're darn right, we're not, Rob. And in fact, that's one I don't even have to go to Oakland
0: for the rest of my life, and I'm going to be okay.
2: That's I never went I to
0: want to go. If I never went to Oakland, I'd be okay with that.
2: Right and we'll wait like you said until the reports of the Oakland Athletics are true of them moving to Las Vegas following their NFL partner the now Las Vegas Raiders and we will most surely make an appearance in Vegas maybe for a doubleheader but let's get back to the Arizona Diamondbacks here Rob right. right. they began play in 1998 they're one of the relatively new franchises in major league baseball they actually won the 2001 World Series. And I will always remember that. You and I, we were kids back then in 2001. That was just weeks after September 11th had taken place. They were playing against the New York Yankees. It was like this heartfelt, uh, emotional roller coaster that all of us were experiencing, especially in the sports world. And it came down to a game seven it was in Arizona. It was
0: at right. Chase Field. I remember it. And I'm not even a Yankees fan. I'm not even a Diamondbacks fan. I'm a Mets fan. But I remember this as a little kid. Luis Gonzalez gets up and hits. The infield is in. The bases are loaded. You know, all the Diamondbacks need is one run to, to win it. They'll be the first ever expansion team to do it. Three years in the major leagues. That's absurd. And Luis Gonzalez pokes a little single over the head, I think, of the shortstop or third baseman to drive in that go-ahead run. And Chase Field, or at that time, I think it was called a different field, but went bonkers.
2: They did, Rob. And you're right. I'll never forget those white rally towels. The forty thousand fans just shaking them in the That's air sick and
0: uniforms. They were white, teal, ah, uh, purple. Awesome.
2: It was. And that pitching roster that they had with Kurt Schilling and Randy Johnson coming out of the bullpen, he had just pitched the night before in game six. So there was all this drama that was taking place inside Chase Field when we were a kid, when they won the World Series. Unbelievable.
0: The big unit.
2: The big unit. Exactly. Future Hall of Famer. And so Chase Field It's hosted the World Series before. It hosted a Game 7 that ended in dramatic fashion. It's also hosted an MLB All-Star game back in 2011. The World Baseball Classic has been played there. They've had college football games there. There's been women's college basketball games there. Really? International soccer matches. Well, yeah, the
0: soccer stuff. They love the soccer down there. They're right next to Mexico.
2: Your favorite, Billy Joel, Kenny Chesney, they've performed there, Chase Field. It's a legit stadium and one that, like you said, was on our bucket list for a long time, but I think it was on the top of our bucket list because of one feature that it has that no other baseball stadium has in the world. And Rob, what is that feature?
0: A pool, Ricky. They have a pool out in right field, uh, right center. And it, it, it's a it's a really cool setup. Uh, what was the uh, when we did the stadium tour? And that's something that our listeners know at this point. You always do the stadium tour. You pay the twenty bucks, twenty five dollars. Do the stadium tour. Best money ever spent, in my opinion. Really get the nooks and crannies of the stadium and get to hear all the cool stories. And the owner was like, was like, man, it's so hot in Arizona. Everybody has pools in their backyard. Why don't we why don't we just put a pool out here in the outfield and, and and charge people to rent it out? And Rick, it is one of the biggest money makers. Rob, they,
2: sell, they sell that pool out every single game since the stadium's been opened. You're absolutely right. The owner thought it would be a great idea to pay homage to all of the swimming pools because when you're flying into the Phoenix area, you look down and basically every home has a pool. So they said, why not? Let's have a pool. And the fans have gravitated to it. It's big dollars. We actually looked into renting it for the bachelor weekend. You have to secure all 32 tickets, depending on what game you're going to, the ticket prices could fluctuate. Uh, For the one that we were at, it was roughly about $700. And you have to, like I said, buy all thirty-two tickets. So a lot of corporations and sponsors take take part in that. And if you're lucky enough to uh, be in the swimming pool area, you do get a commemorative swimming pool towel, Rob,
0: which I think makes it all worth it.
2: It's basically seven hundred dollars for the towel, and that's what you're getting.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Why not? And you know, for the listeners, I'm just gonna show them the picture right here on my phone uh you can see rick and i hanging out by the pool right there uh, man with the uh you know american flag swim trunks on and what i thought was so cool about the pool rick was that the middle of the pool has the arizona diamondbacks logo in the that bottom was, of the pool. that was neat there's
2: like bar seats built into the pool. So you could theoretically be sitting in the pool, having a cocktail, eating mm-hmm. some food, maybe some nachos, maybe some ice cream in one of those little helmet cups and and watching the D-backs play some yeah. baseball. Yeah, talk to
0: me, baby. Talk to me. There, there is me a churro.
2: I had two while I was at the game. You, you dropped that, that, churro? You you dropped that churro
0: in the pool. Are you eating that churro?
2: I don't know. A soggy churro. How long does it? go into the pool for is it in for like more than three seconds because after three I think it gets a little wet on the inside
0: if it's less than three are you having yeah 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 that's
2: a churro okay that's a churro <laughs> in arizona where the churro was <laughs> founded I'm, I'm eating it all right and then so rob it also has a hot tub Okay, full, so if, full chlorine you want to warm up, you go in the hot tub, you want to loosen up the muscles. Sure,
0: warm, warm up in Arizona. It's 115 degrees, but uh, why sure. Not, why not
2: get a little warmer?
0: Why not? It's really just the humidity. It's the humidity that'll kill you. It's a dry heat.
2: Dry heat, dry heat. All so right, back let, to me the talk, let me talk a little bit about this stadium. So it's called Chase Field currently, okay. mm-hmm. but it originally was known as Bank One Ballpark. There was a merger between the banks, the financial institutions, that's how it changed its name. But it was when it opened called Bank One Ballpark. It's a retractable roof stadium in downtown Phoenix, Arizona. So you're living downtown, you can walk to the ballpark. Um, It's a really nice stadium that has access to all over, restaurants and different things downtown. It's not off on its own where you have to drive far to if you don't live in the city. It costs $354 million to build. And uh, in 2008, Rob, so a few years after they built this stadium, they installed a brand new Jumbotron screen in center field that rivals the largest in Major League Baseball. You and I have been to Kansas City, Kauffman Stadium, home of the Royals, which is the largest Jumbotron in Major League Baseball. Well, this one rivals that. It's just a hair shy of being that same size. It's a pretty cool jumbotron in center field.
0: I think what's so funny is uh, Rick, Rick, and for our listeners out there, you and I do so many stadium tours that we know all these fun facts, and sometimes the people hosting other stadium tours know the fun facts too. So they'll try to quiz everybody in the group, and I think during this tour the guy that was doing the, uh, the stadium tour goes, yeah, this is one of the largest uh, stadium uh, or uh, jumbotrons in the country. Um, Does anyone know like the the actual largest and like without hesitation, Rick just goes Kauffman stadium, Kansas city Royals. Next question.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Rob, the tours are awesome. This, we had a great tour guide. He was so nice, very accommodating for us. Um,
0: I'm going to post a picture on TikTok, a video on TikTok, on Instagram of this man's backpedal.
2: Remember that? Remember uh, he was showing us? Rob, it's so great because when you're on a tour with a big group, sometimes the tour guide can get a little lost. The information he's sharing or she's sharing might not make it to all of the folks who are on the tour because they're walking, they're talking, they're looking, people are wandering. What happened here, which was so great, as you mentioned, this tour guide had the greatest back pedal I've ever seen anybody ever have. He was so fluid. He was doing the moonwalk. He was sharing information. He had his head on a swivel. He didn't, on a bump swivel
0: anything. didn't bump into anything. And And Rick, I'm telling you right now. If the Arizona State Sun Devils need a diamond back, need a need a defensive back. <laughs> a diamond back. I see what you did there. Need a defensive back with that with that backpedal because everybody left because the allegations <laughs> and the sanctions. Uh, yeah, I think they should hire this guy. I don't know how much eligibility he has left, but he should be a he should be a Sun Devil or an Arizona Cardinal. I mean, that that backpedal was impressive.
2: He was he was working on those calves all day during that tour i'll tell you that much so anyway getting back to the actual meat and potatoes of this podcast here i want to talk about this stadium just a little bit further because the roof is retractable and it opens and closes but what's really neat about it i find is that it's very similar to the milwaukee brewers stadium how the roof can actually be closed but then in the back, out past the outfield wall, the back of the stadium, they actually have these, like, walls slash windows that open up and can provide fresh air and true daylight to the stadium without overheating it. It's, it's pretty cool. I thought that was a neat feature. Very neat feature. As you talked about, they've got the pool. Um, one of the things that we've got to talk about here, Rob, is the Arizona Diamondbacks themselves. Before we get into our experience there, I want to talk a little history about these Arizona Diamondbacks.
0: Are you all right with that? Oh, I want to hear the history. The fans want to hear the history. I want to relive the history. Go on. There's
2: there's not much there because it's one of the newer teams. As you alluded to earlier, they were the fastest expansion team ever to win the World Series. It only took them three years. They've actually also won –
0: what? One plug right there. They are the only team in Arizona to win a national championship.
2: There you go. There you go. There you have it. Fun fact. Fun fact. They've won their division five times, the National League West, most recently in 2011. I can assure you they did not win it this year. This was not their season, but maybe they'll be back next season. Randy Johnson, who we talked about earlier, is the only baseball player in the Hall of Fame to have the Arizona Diamondbacks' name and logo depicted on their plaque. He's the franchise leader in ERA, wins, innings, starts, strikeouts, complete games, and shutouts, Rob. Randy Johnson, an absolute goat, and uh, he's forever a Diamondback in Cooperstown.
0: I love that. When does Luis Gonzalez get up there? Is he able to get up there? Is he eligible? Oh,
2: he's absolutely eligible. I think he's been voted on for a long time. I don't know if he's going to get in, Rob. Uh, He is no doubt about it. In the Diamondbacks Hall of Fame, he is the Diamondbacks' all-time leading games played at bats, hits, runs, home runs, and RBIs so you have like their greatest pitcher of all time and the greatest hitter of all time and their two numbers are retired the only ones retired in Diamondbacks history number 51 and number 20
0: and uh great D-backs forever oh yeah and Paul Goldschmidt who's still playing
2: yeah. And you know what though, Rob? I don't necessarily know if he's gonna go into the record books. I was doing some research and he owns a few records, but I think Gonzalez is gonna hold on to those. And um one last little uh two little fun facts here, and then we'll get into our experience was Phoenix is by far the hottest major city in North America. Their average temperature during baseball season is a hundred degrees. So No doubt about it. It had to be a retractable stadium. And almost always the stadium roof is closed, being that the average is about 100 degrees during the baseball season. And then the other last fun fact, Rob, is the longest game played in this stadium's history was a 19 innings game that took almost seven hours. And that was back in 2019 against the St. Louis Cardinals. Wild, wild we went on a Friday night. We saw them take on the Milwaukee Brewers in a game that lasted only two and a half hours. So the pace of play was great. We saw a little bit of everything. Walk us through your memories of that night.
0: Oh my gosh, dude, that, that night was fantastic. So it was your bachelor weekend and for the listeners out there, Rick does not drink. So things did not get too wild, but um It got, it got as wild as it could for a sober man's bachelor party. And, and it's so funny because the friends that we were with and Rick's friends that we were with were just like, does this stuff happen to you guys all the time? And it just seems like we stumble into awesome events at awesome circumstances at sporting events. So Rick, uh, you know, pre-bought the tickets. We didn't do any sneaking around, no, from the rafters to the bottom and you don't need to. When you leave the Northeast, you can buy, you know, first baseline tickets right behind home plate, not right behind, like probably twenty rows up, for fifty bucks, seventy dollars, nothing expensive, right? So we had this whole two rows, nobody was really there, but uh, the uh, the w- we walked in and uh, immediately. We told someone it was like your bachelor party. Someone's like, yeah, it's a bachelor party. We we went and got signs that said like Rick's Rick's last hurrah. And we were all trying to get him on the Jumbotron. And the the stadium uh, like crew, the the fun, the fan crew that came around, we told them it's your bachelor party. And they were like, all right, we gotta get him up on the Jumbotron. So Rick went up on the Jumbotron during one of the intermissions, I think it was like the third inning or the sixth inning. And And all he had to do was match up all these Diamondback logos, baseball logos. And I have posted it to TikTok, and it was hilarious, the responses I got on TikTok. But Rick just didn't get it. And it was so embarrassing that it was the first time I've ever heard. I've been to hundreds of sporting events and watched hundreds of these. It's the first time I've ever actually heard Uh, The fans booing another fan because of how bad their performance was. They were (laughs) ruthless, Rob, ruthless. (laughs) You thought you left the Northeast and the people would be nicer. These guys were ruthless. They were out of their minds. They booed you. (laughs) There couldn't
2: have been more than 13,000 people in the stands that night. I'm pretty sure 12,999 of them, including you, were booing and heckling me as I came off the dugout. Rick, man, I just said, boo this man. Boo
0: <laughs> this man. <laughs> you know it was
2: great? They still gave me the prize anyway. I still got the shirt. I still got the bag. They were worse. wonderful.
0: Yeah, every, and we're living in every everybody gets a trophy world out here, Rick. So, so <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> Who doesn't want to wear the ribbon?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, so, it was great, Rob. The food was so good. Oh yeah,
0: you dined on like two or three churros. What else did we have that night? We had a couple other.
2: I had a good uh, uh, sausage and pepper and onion, a nice little uh, little hoagie out there. It was delicious.
0: Okay, okay, yeah. I had um, I had uh, the uh, the ice cream that they mash up. What's that ice cream? Mm, they mm, like a cold stone cream, yeah, cold stone creamery. And you need that on that 115 degree weather. Tell uh, me about that it. Was, that was fantastic. Had a great time. Uh, the diamondbacks ended up winning, right? Two to one. They did. It was a
2: thriller of a game It moved by. We saw a little bit of everything. It was so great being there. It oh. was really like for us, like the last stadium that we really wanted to get to. And uh, it was kind of just like uh perfect how it ended up being on this weekend with all of our best buds and and and
0: i almost forgot like the seventh inning stretch they came by with the t-shirts and you know the t-shirts that they put in the gun and they shoot it up in the stands or like the the girls are just tossing them out and and uh, i grabbed a girl and i go i go i go hey like yeah i was like i was like hey gotta throw in this crowd gotta throw in this crowd before she went up onto the dugout she's like okay okay so she was like trying to throw them into our area And I jumped up for one, and I nicked it, and then Tarver was right behind me, and I was like, "Oh, Tarver will get this," and literally just fumbled it and couldn't get it, and then someone someone else got it, like a little kid got it.
2: From a little (laughs) kid, and then I just
0: I just remember like I think it was Shane McCarthy was about ready to catch one. And some woman just stuck her hand out and just totally robbed him at the warning track. (laughs) And then somehow you got one. Oh, of course I got one. I got the best
2: hands in the league. Are you kidding me? I may or may not have stiff-armed a 12-year-old boy, but nonetheless, I came home with that T-shirt. That's either here nor there.
0: That's either here nor there.
2: They do a great job uh, creating a fun atmosphere at Chase Field. (laughs) Got to give them credit where credit is due.
0: Absolutely. We had a great time at the D stadium. Uh I, I'm gonna go out and say top ten easily stadiums. I think I think I would give it an honorable mention in the top five in the country. I think it's I think it's dangling at that six, seven range for me.
2: I'm right there with you. We didn't talk about this ahead of time, but I was thinking the exact same thing, Rob. It's a no datter top ten, might be on the fringe of top five. You know what? Good for them. I'm so happy we got a chance to go. We'll be back again someday. I
0: know, I know. I know. I said it before, but I'm going to say it again. I'm going to keep plugging it, Rick, because the Super Bowl is in Arizona this year, and and it's not going to coincide with the baseball stadium. But you could still probably get your stadium tour if, in if you want. And I'm telling, I'm t- I'm screaming from the from the uh, from the mountains from Camelback Mountain in Arizona. Scottsdale. See what you did there. See what I did there? Go to Phoenix. The Phoenix metro area for sports quickly has become one of my favorite areas because you fly in, you got the Suns, you got the Coyotes, you got Arizona State there, you got the Diamondbacks, you got the Cardinals, you got the waste management, you got the golf, you got everything. It is an amazing area. And I think that's what gets me so excited about uh chase field and and the diamondback stadium because you know it's right in that area it's like it's got so much going on
2: you know rob we're gonna have to look into the state of arizona's tourism department as a possible sponsor here because i think you just plugged the hell out of them
0: let's do it baby the
2: rising sun for all you listeners out there i'm rick brandt and i'm rob brandt
0: have a great night thanks for listening
1: dinner.